Welcome to the place where chats, Jesus, and good shenanigans collide. It's the Restored and Reconciled Podcast, and I'm your host, Selena C.C. Allison. I hope you are enjoying Love Month. We are on week three, where we're talking about loving our family and friends, aka the others. And so, I want to get right into it because we have a little bit of ground to cover. And so, I have, you know, this subject is something else for me because loving family and friends can look the same, but it truly is different. Um, One of the reasons that it can look the same is because, you know, you love your family, right? Your family is who you're born into, this group of people that, you call mom and dad, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, cousin, all these things. You have that grandmother, grandfather. All those things make up your family, right? And so the cool thing is there's a phrase that says friends are the family you get to choose. And it's the truth. Just sitting here thinking about it, um, my husband did not come from family. I created family with him because we were friends first. So that is why, and we're going to get into this in a second, but the the way you choose your friends can set your life up for absolute greatness or complete and utter ruin. So we have to be mindful of that set of family because we get to choose them and life can color our perspective of how to choose. So in loving family, I have learned that communication, some of the things that are very common between loving friends and family, communication is a total love language for everybody. And so make sure that you communicate. Um, Make sure that you give the words of affirmation. Um, And you make sure that there is much honor and respect. Uh, in, In loving my family, I have, I've really tried to, and I think at one point I got a little closed off and was like totally loving just my immediate family and it was like growing up we moved very early on away from our extended family here to Ohio again those of you who are new to the podcast I am what I call uh, a southern bell buckeye because I am from Memphis Tennessee and back in the late 80s, dad's job transferred us up here to Ohio. And so for years, because he was a pastor at the time, we flew back and forth to Memphis every single weekend. If no one was ill, if nothing was happening here, we flew, especially those uh, years that he was a pastor, we flew back and forth every weekend so we totally saw our family our extended family 
every weekend. And we had a ball. And I really miss those days because I saw my cousins every weekend. And I'm telling you, we had a good time. Every time we got together. Even if somebody had fell out by the time it was time for the wheels on that plane to get up, honey, we was right back where we started. And it was just love, love, love. Love, 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 love. Um, over time, you know, we have drifted apart for various reasons. Um, and there's nothing terrible, but that's just what life does. Life can allow you to kind of get caught up. And so what I know I need to do better with is definitely um, communicating with my cousins as much as I can and grab as many of them jokers by the ear with all the technology that is available. Um, the, The reports and the phrasing is true. It seems like the more technology that we get, that helps us to communicate that much better or that much more, it ends up isolating us to a grand extent. So we have to be careful that we do not allow all the technology, all the social media streets to have us so enamored with that, that we forget the basics. Make a phone call, send a card, say, hey, be like, listen, you were on my mind. I was thinking about you and I love you. And I hope that you're doing okay. You know, it's not just enough to say happy birthday on their on they wall. And I'm totally preaching to myself. Um, you know, say hello. Say I love you. Like, care beyond the, the standard that the social media streets have taught us to. But actually say, hey, I love you and I'm concerned. And I, I want you to be well. And I want you to be great and succeed and I just want you to know I love you and I miss you that goes a long way and um, yeah if you can pull up on your family pull up on them I I would tell you pull up on them so and that's extended family right and you should really do the same thing as it relates to immediate family Um, you know when it comes to your parents, if they are alive, honor them. Honor them. Show them respect whenever you have the chance to do so. Um, and that that can be hard depending on the dynamics of your relationship. But there's a way to still honor them and to still show them the proper respect and affection and agape love, which is like a general basic love that everyone should receive one to another, right? You have agape, you have phileo, you have eros. And so agape is just basic love. Love for everybody. Amen. Phileo is love for your friends or friendly, that bonded love that comes from you choosing this person to live and do life with and you all have commonality and you want to be friendly. The Bible tells us that a person who wants friends has to show themselves friendly. So give some phileo to the folk. Shoot your friend shot. You know, be willing to be friendly 
in order to get friends. But we have to make sure that when we are dealing with our family, when we're dealing with the people that we call family, um, the person who raised you, the person who taught you how to drive, you know, I can think back and I laugh and tell people all the time, I am... I'm not one that I don't like my hair just standing on top of my head. And the funny thing about it is I'm so grateful for um, my Aunt Jan because she was the, the cosmetologist. She was the one who was carrying on. And that was a whole legacy, right? Because so many of my cousins are licensed. Uh, and even the spouses even if the my immediate cousin I have a cousin um, he is not licensed necessarily to do hair, skin, nails which is what cosmetology is his wife does nails and they have a whole spa in Memphis, shout out to the Joys of Life Spa um, so what you want to do and um you want to make sure that you have, um, and shout out to all my cousins, Herbert, uh, Shantae, Rachel, uh, Drushina, Frank. They have um, Sheena. They're my cousins, like when it comes to dealing with hair, skin, nails, the body, holistic things, that is part of a legacy and the way they branched out. I have cousins covering every part of your body. You need a massage? You can get that. You need your nails done? You can get that. You need your hair done? You want to cut all your hair off and have a pixie and have a nasty, gorgeous color job? Shantae is a woman for that job. You know, we have a legacy of that in our family. And the beauty of it is it all came from my maternal grandmother she did hair and the pictures that I've seen of her honey every strand was in place and so in looking at all of that we have this amazing way to connect and bond and you can see it in watching my cousins relate with each other online they spend time together it's because they work hard they play hard and all those things it is beautiful to see um, and they have commonality in the fact not just because they're cousins not because there's just relation there but they are all in the same industry they function and understand how that life looks and how that industry looks and they're able to help one another out and when you are able to have those different areas of connectivity it strengthens the family bond. And so there's such a diversity in that and it can really help strengthen the ties that bind when you find that common ground. And it's just like when you're out here looking for a friend. If if you know you have family members who are in the same line of work as you or let's say they're in healthcare or let's say again, cosmetology, uh, healthcare, education. You can get a buddy in that and you can start to like encourage each other. You can 
take somebody out to lunch. Let me celebrate you because, you know, your kids didn't tear your life out, you know, all week in class. When you have that, when you are able to express that love, when you're able to give that encouragement, that's acts of love. That let me take you to lunch. That let me send you a note, a word of encouragement. Let's plan a trip. Let's go somewhere, you know, even if it's for a day or yeah, let's just do a knockdown drag out whole experience um, cruise or, you know, let's go get a house, rent it out for the week. These are the things that allow you to bond and get close and to completely re-solidify the bonds that you have. And it allows that love to help carry you in the harder times when you experience loss, when you experience um, pain and stuff that just leaves you puzzled. And when you might get low and you feel alone and you need that shoulder, you need that um, soft space, you need that safe place to be able to just release however you feel. The beauty of properly loving your family is that when you need it, family is there. Uh, There are times I talk to my mom almost every day. When I call her, I end up talking to four or five people. (laughs) I end up talking to at least three other people um, depending on who has spent the night, depending on who is staying for a couple days, depending on who is just stopping by. I can talk out of one phone call. I can literally access my father, my sister, my brother, my niece, um, my sister-in-law, whoever is present. And so out of those conversations, I'll talk to my dad and get insight on spiritual matters. I can talk to my mother and we can talk about all the things. She, you know, and even with uh, my sister and my niece, you know, it'll and my sister-in-law and my brother. It allows us to just, whether we're spending time having a game night, whether we are um, pulling up to watch a football game or wrestling, uh, we are able to really have these places where the commonality is present. So that, again, when the hard times come, you can lean on each other and make a beautiful uh, space for that person to come in and receive refuge from the world that can be so wild and harsh at times. Um, Because, again, we want to make sure that we are loving one another. We want to make sure that we are able to give each other that which is needed whether it's celebration or it's not we have love to extend to one another to create a bridge for us to meet in the middle on and to create bonds and solidify them and that takes us all the way out through life right so in getting into friends It's a similar thing. Um, 
going back to Proverbs, we're talking about Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpening iron, and one person sharpens another. Uh, when I looked at that, I looked at the footnotes. It's like, y'all know, if I'm reading the word, I love a good footnote too. And so, in the CSB version of the Bible, the the B part of verse 17 in Proverbs 27 literally means, and a man sharpens his friend's face. So when I looked at that, I was like, Lord, what you mean? He sharpens his friend's face. And the Lord said, because well, you have to have a face like Flint, right? I was like, you sure do. So the scripture I'm referring to is in Isaiah chapter 50, verse 7. So in Isaiah 50, the Lord was talking to, um, he was speaking to the people. He was speaking through Isaiah to the people of Israel. And so in the section that Isaiah 50 and 7 is in, it is in regards to an obedient servant. And so the full scripture says, the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I have not been humiliated. Therefore, I've set my face like flint and I know I will not be put to shame. And what was being discussed here is that the obedient servant knows how to get up every morning. They know how to give a word. Um, and the Lord is able to awaken them, awaken their ears, allow them to be spiritually alert and sound so that they can be um, discerning of what is going on around them. And even in times where there is rebuke, where there is harsh treatment, where there is trial, this obedient servant does not shy away from it. They push forward and they're able to set their face like flint so that no matter what comes, they are able to face it with strength and they're not put to shame. They are not knocked back and, you know, they don't have to fear it. They don't have to fear anything that comes because the Lord is with them and will help them. And so with this proverb, you are you are back into understanding the beauty and the blessing of a good friend. And when we have our friends, this is the family we choose. So if you had a good time with your parents, your siblings, your cousins, aunts, uncles, your grandparents, you are going to have a great time as it relates to friends. Nine times out of ten, the friends that we choose are very much similar to the family that we have. And if they are, if the relationships are healthy, if everything is good, you're going to find that your friends, based on where your life is, based on your mindset, like you have to make sure that you are guarding your mind, guarding your heart, that you are absolutely moving your life in a sound way. If you're making healthy decisions, in your life and you are 
a good steward with your finances, if you're a good steward uh, with your time and your resources and things like that, what's going to end up happening is nine times out of 10, you're going to find like-minded people who are moving in the same direction as you. Uh, It is imperative to teach your children how to make good decisions when they're picking their friends. Um, But it also, and we see this in so many news stories. We see this in so many, so many of our families. You know, it's a cautionary tale of being very wary and be careful of the type of things that you find yourself involved in because the wrong people can be present. And if you're not careful, you'll find yourself aligned with them. And they say they're your friends, but they're not. You'll end up committing crimes. You'll end up in a rough, wayward lifestyle. And you'll end up, you'll be trying to figure out why you always out here angry, arguing, fighting, you know, cutting up out in public with folk. And they out here on that wild stuff too. But the thing is, when you get home and really think about it, if you sitting there going back through your night like, how do that? You might need to reevaluate the people that you say are your friends. Um, and so be very thankful if you have friends that push you to be better. If they know, if they're, I have a friend She is dynamic with finances. Honey, she got all her ducks in a row. She's younger than me, but she is definitely the elder (laughs) in that area. Um, And she has she instructed me on a lot of stuff when it came down to hubby and I purchasing our home. She gave some hard, tough love. She gave some hard truths. She was like, get yourself together, CC, because you can't keep spending like that. And nope, nope, nope. If you do this, you're going to mess that up over here on, on the other side of that. And you're going to come up short. So quit doing that. Even to the point where she was willing to write a heck of a review for the law officer. Because <laughs> we were tortured and we were traumatized. <laughs> but... You know, get you some friends that's willing to tell you the truth about you, but it's to prune you because the Bible tells us that when we become, when God puts us into the vine, into the family of God, and he engrafts us into that vine, in order for us to grow, we have to be pruned. And out of that, we'll grow more, we'll mature, and we'll blossom and flourish. But we have to be willing to accept the pruning, right? There are times where my friends have rebuked me. There have been times where I've had to give tough love to them and say, well, you might not want to keep doing it. You might want to stand up and speak up for yourself and say, no, this is not all right. You know, sometimes you have to do that, but that's the iron sharpening the iron. So the way that you make sure that you are really loving your friends, sharpen the iron. Is your iron sharp enough to sharpen them? And how do you do that? You have to make sure that you know your word, especially if you are Christian 
if you have Christian friends, you better know your word because there are going to be times where you can't just rely on a jazzy, a jazzy phrase and a cute tagline or a cute uh, piece of slang. You have to roll in the deep with people. There are going to be times where your unsaved friends know that you're saved and they're going to pull up on you like, hey, um, what has happened? Like, can you tell me what I'm missing? And if you are not in a spiritually sound place, you can't help them. Unfortunately, both of y'all going to be in that ditch. I was having a conversation with um, um, a friend girl of mine just yesterday and we were talking about the fact that I was I had gotten snatched off the struggle bus uh, on Sunday because I was like struggling and honestly I had been wrestling with trying to be an ostrich so to speak and putting my head in the sand to a grand extent to avoid just being out trying to uh, just be out and about. I really wanted to just kind of hide and wrap myself in a blanket and go sit in the corner because a lot of stuff been going on. But it was funny because when I finally exposed that that was how I had been feeling um, here lately, she was like, well, guess what? I can't be, a, if I can't be an ostrich, you can't either, sis. And I said, ooh, whoops, sorry, Lord, my bad. I've been out here on the ostrich. And you can't do that. You have to, just like I said at the beginning of the pod, the way that we show love is to communicate. If if you're hurting and nobody knows it, you're just making yourself miserable. Sometimes your friends can't always know when everything is hunky-dory. You're not going to know how they really, how much they love you until, yeah. Unfortunately, everybody can come around and celebrate you when stuff is good, when you want to spend the money, let's go get lunch, and let's, ooh, let's have all the fun. You're not going to know who's really going to be there for you who the friends are until you get quiet and until you stop being sunshine and rainbows because the clouds have rolled in lightning and thunder have come and there's a tornado attempting to touch down on the horizon of your life and sometimes you need to tell your friends help tornado warning I need you to can, can somebody please send me some help? I, I jokingly tell my patients, um, especially my male patients that have joint surgeries like hip, knees, stuff like that. I said, if you're in pain, take the narcotic, okay? I'm not telling you to get high on the supply, but I'm telling you, if you know that that's going to work and eliminate the pain that you're feeling, shoot the flare, ask for help, get the pain medicine in your system, and shut that pain down. 
And that's the same thing we have to be willing to do. Our friends sometimes need to know that a flare, that you need to shoot the flare so your friends can help step in and help you. Because the Lord may have a word or or something that they've experienced that is what you're going through and they know how to address it. And they are on the other side of where you are. And they can show you how to, as the preacher says Sunday, see through the darkness, see through the pain, see through the struggle, and see you on the other side of it. But if you don't tell them, this is what I've been going through, they can't tell you how to get through it. So we have to be willing to communicate all the time. Because friends, the Bible tells us that a friend loves at all times. It's not just when everything is, you know, balloons and celebration. Let's love and be present for each other all the time. Be willing to check in. Um, One of my friend girls that's an accountability partner for me as it relates to my health right now. Oh, if I don't say nothing first, here she come. Sis, check in. Like the way and the way she says it, when I read it, I can hear her. And I'm like, oh, you can't, you got about two hours to respond before she come back around. Like, you good? (laughs) And what I am learning is that in this season, I'm learning to accept people putting their binoculars out looking at me like excuse you you good y'all right the check-ins have been life-saving for me and i am so appreciative um and i need to make sure that i am checking in with others and it feels good to do that it feels good to check in it feels good to say hey how you doing have i done it enough here lately no I'm being, I'm telling on myself and I don't want to get in no trouble behind it. But if I'm honest, no, I haven't because I've been in ostrich mode, but we can't do that no more. Ostrich mode is not good. So I want you to be encouraged to make sure that you love on your family or friends and love on Love on them when it's good. Love on them. Make sure you are celebrating your people. Celebrate them because your family and friends make up your community. They make up the beauty of the tapestry that is your life. Your world is comprised of these others, right? The family and friends, the family you were born into and the family you get to choose. These people make up a beautiful majority of your life and make sure that you are respectful of them that you treat them right that you are supportive in whatever way you are able to be supportive if you can be present send love whether it's a card whether it's some cash however you can be present be present and in the moments that you cannot be Respect and love them enough to let them know so that they are aware and that they can do what they need to do for you so that it's a reciprocal relationship. 
And that thing goes, that street really does go both ways. And as you do so, as you operate in a right way with your others, the Lord will continue to bless you for being so respectful and for handling his gifts to you with the care, maturity, and respect that they deserve. Amen? Amen. So, let's say you're listening to this and you have dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's and you are, you know, bestie down. And you're doing great. Praise the Lord. I pray that you continue to increase your capacity for your loved ones. Increase your capacity for the others. Pay it forward. Start a chain. I mean, send a dollar, five dollars to your friends and your loved ones today. Just a couple of them that cross your mind. Send them a note. Say, hey, I love you. I tell you all the time, but I just want you to know today, I really love you. But let's say that that's not you right now. If you are feeling like you've been in ostrich mode and you've been heavy and you've not shot a flare, you have kind of pulled away from everybody because it's easy to isolate. But fight that isolation. Take it from somebody who knows. Don't do that. If you need prayer, if you want to repent, if you want to get help or get strength on how to stop this cycle, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity for those who are listening to need another chance, another opportunity to get it right with that friend, family, or loved one, whoever it is, be it parent, sibling, best friend, new friend, old friend. Lord, I pray that you give them the strength and the courage to reach out to that loved one, to reach out to that friend and say, hey, I just want to stick my head in the door and say, I love you. I want to check on you. How are you doing? What's going on with you? Is everything all right? And Lord, I pray that it is received with love and that they are reassured that they are loved by that person. That there's no love lost, but that they've just been waiting to hear from them so that they can love on them because a word is waiting for them encouragement is waiting for them support is waiting for them and lord i pray that you meet them at that point of need in your son jesus name amen listen if you are not saved and you want to get to know god if you want to give your life to him today that's very easy and so i want to encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Uh, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner and I repent for my sins. Not only do I repent, but I believe that you lived, 
you died on the cross for my sins. You were buried. And three days later, you rose to have all power in your hands. And Lord, I receive your gift of salvation. I receive your love. I want you to be my friend. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. And Lord, I want to live for you and please you all the days of my life. And I thank you for giving me this chance to get right with you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family. Listen, we have a friend in Jesus. We have a friend in God. The Bible tells us that there is one that sticks closer than a brother, and that is God. So know that you can truly love your friends, your family. They can sharpen you. They're here to make you better. They're here to just be a continual reminder of the goodness that's in you to give to the world. I thank you so much for listening to this episode of Restored and Reconciled. And always know that it's not hard to be restored and reconciled back to Christ. Have a good one.